Hello, I'm Ed Locke with USA Mortgage. Tax season is upon us. Did you know that 47% of Americans are planning to use their tax refunds for everyday expenses, home improvements, and vacations? What if you used your tax refund for a new home instead? Again, this is Ed Locke with USA Mortgage. Your tax refund can be used towards down payment, closing costs, or paying down existing debt to help get approved. So before you spend that tax refund, let's get together and see how to best utilize those funds to invest in your future and your new home. Call or text me at 502-680-0953. Again, that's 502-680-0953. NMLS ID 448-908, DAS Acquisitions, LLC. Doing business as USA Mortgage, NMLS ID 227262. This is not a commitment to lend. Additional terms and conditions apply. USA Mortgage is an equal housing lender. You have scoured the podcast world. You have finally found the place where news is weighed in the balance. Welcome to Newsworthy with Stephen Jerry. Two words and two question marks. Hey, it's Wednesday, and you know what that means, Jerry? It's time for some Coles We Read. Yes, and more importantly, it's time for Newsworthy. I mean, that's uh, the whole... I don't know you got See... your priorities right. <laughs> we need to work on this. So, uh, podcast be damned, let's just drink. We can do that yeah, any day. Worse comes worse, yeah. <laughs> we can do that any day. Oh, we man. So podcast any day. Well, that's true, but, you know, we've kind of got this thing down at this point. So, while I open this beautiful bottle of wine, why don't you tell folks how they can reach us? Absolutely. They can email us at newsworthywithstephenjerry at gmail.com. They want to use the text number. That is area code 540-709-1318. I'm sorry. That is so loud. Not a problem. I don't know why it was echoing. It is absolutely worth it. We are not being adventurous this week. We're not trying a new one. This is one of the old OGs. It's delicious. It's uh, Stella Rosa Black. We're still looking for Stella Rosa to uh, sponsor our show because we have literally drank a metric butt ton. That is an actual... Uh, measurement. Yes. A huge majority. <laughs> that was so loud, Double. You have no idea. It was like in our headphones. It was like I could hear it like everything. <laughs> like every little dribble into the thing. Oh, man. She says we should email them. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. I Did you ever hear back from the, the church? I have Bill? never heard from the church. For those that don't remember, that was uh, the background for one of the ghost stories. Oh, semi, yeah, no, exactly. This stuff is good. This stuff, Stella Rosa Black, if you haven't tried it, yeah, treat yourself. Yeah. But yeah, the, the church in Shelbyville, I forget the name of it. And uh, Most they, scared I've ever, most ominous I've ever felt in my entire life. 
by by far by far and you called them a couple of times left messages and never did return yeah and i think that they were probably thinking i was just an idiot or or they have had issues there and don't want that to be spread and don't want it to become a name and i can understand that as well to be honest so but i would go with your first guess if i had to I would think that they're they're probably in their mind they're going you know this is some freaking devil worshiper and <laughs> he's wanting to get us talking about some crap he believes in. Well, then they need to listen to Bill Clinton's theory of of media coverage. No news or no news is bad news. No, what does he always what did he always say? No, I don't know about him. I think he did say it a few times, but according to the old adage in Hollywood, that's been. The, the theme for many, many years. No coverage is bad coverage. Yeah, there you go. There you go. At least your name is in print. Yeah, well, you know, we here at Newsworthy have our name in print all over the world. Not necessarily in print, but we do have, which continues to completely amaze me and blows me away, we have literally, just this month alone, 23 other countries and some of those are not English-speaking countries. <laughs> it's Speaking crazy. Which, the uh, remember the lady that we met while doing a couple of tests. South Africa. Africa. South yeah. Africa. Yeah. We we need. We promised her that we would try to bring her on a show sometime, and she had some I thought really good potential topics. We should uh, pursue that somewhere. Yeah, absolutely. I'll reach out to her this week. See what we can do. I know that we're going to try very hard to get Clay on in the next week or so. Um, not sure if that's going to be next week. His schedule is a little wonky for us, and the when we do this is a little wonky. So we're going to try to make that happen. He's got a really good topic he wants to talk about. He wants to talk about potential secession as our country becomes more and more and more divided. Um, it's being talked about more and more and more. Uh, yes, it is. And, you know, if – not to go ahead and get political because this is not a political episode. Um, but Biden today announced that he was going to take executive action on automatic weapons and gun control. Um, and I'm like, what can he do? He's going to change apparently background checks. He's going to do some other stuff. He can't do a lot, but everything within his power, he's going to try to do. Um, and, you know, even though you and I agree that who cares about an additional background check, if you know, whatever. In some cases, it might be good. In some cases, unnecessary. But ultimately, it's one of those things that by doing it as an executive order again, it's simply going to be undone. And one more thing, one more thing. You know, I am more and more every day becoming a Second Amendment thou shall not infringe kind of person. Um, as the world gets more and more crazy, gun control only affects legal gun owners. The criminals are criminals for a reason. That's not very true. I think you're all. wrong. Well, here's the point. If it affects, you, oh, go ahead. If you outlaw, let's say, high uh, capacity clips being manufactured, that affects everyone. They're no longer made. They are not made in the United States of America. If they are, they're made one by one with some guy at home, and it takes him four days to make one. 
So you can't say that it only affects others. Now, if you're talking about asking people to do what Australia did and go turn guns, yes, that only applies to legal gun owners. But the majority of rules and restrictions passed, good or bad, I'm not saying they're good by any means. I'm simply saying that the majority of them do affect everyone. Mm -hmm. I, I just, in my heart of hearts, I believe that a lot of those rules affect our, as legal gun owners, abilities to defend ourselves against criminals, period. And that's not even really what it what the Constitution is all about anyway. No, not, not, not when you say not really, <laughs> it's not about that at all. There is no part of the amendment that's about home protection. It's about the protection of our country. Clearly, explicitly, it's not sporting goods. It's not so you can go hunting and fishing. It's so you can protect our country. I mean, that's made very clear in the Second Amendment. Yep. And anywho, so, wow. <laughs> um, so tonight we're going to be talking about some, we, we did one episode several months ago at this point think so. about drugs and how bad drugs are. Um, tonight we're going to take that a step further as part two, and we're going to talk about, we have a great guest coming up. Uh, and we're going to talk about what it's like to grow up in a house where your parent, that's what they care about. Um, it's a tough topic. I appreciate our guests for coming on. It's Absolutely. not going to be easy. Um, Thanks to Miss Kay for being willing to do that. Yeah. You know, and uh, so we're going to do that here in a little while. Um, but I heard a rumor, Jerry. I did. Can I hit the button? Oh, absolutely. Oh, I can't wait. Wait a minute. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, wait. What? I heard a rumor. You did. I did. Of what? This. I got to go find this now. <laughs> I was so not ready for this. Oh, well, never mind then. Hey, um, I will find it. Why Why is the, the, the basketball player not allowed to, to drink? Why is a basketball player not allowed to drink? I have no idea. He'll get the floor wet because he dribbles. <laughs> That's not, I don't even know what you're laughing at. <laughs> but you have thoroughly cracked yourself up to that one. Man, oh, no I'm God. just so, you know, this is, this is a terrible thing to say. Because the topic we're covering tonight is very rough. But... We're not doing politics. It's been a long time since we've done a show that didn't inquire politics. I'm a little... We often say we're not going to cover politics, and without exception, it usually ends up there. Yep. Well, that's because I'm always right on this stuff, and um, you are not. Yeah. Oh, by the way, do you know why James Bond prefers earthquakes over tornadoes? Why? He must be shaken, not stirred. <laughs> I swear I had emus. I told Steve I had emu news. And I have scrolled through my notes twice and cannot find them. I, I compile all my research and notes at home on my desktop. And then I save it to the cloud and use my laptop and pull it up. And all I can figure out is I did not, after I got my emu news and saved it, I did not update my cloud file because it is not here. So, 
Sorry for the tease. We'll have any news next week. Oh, my goodness gracious. Can you hear? Listen, listen. Can you hear? So, the collective the gasp. Exactly. And the collective just sadness that has overcome the world because you know of your I lack of I can't remember all the details, but it was basically the same story. Apparently, all emus do is wake up every morning and choose violence. <laughs> Every newscast that you find is about an emu that's gotten loose and the umpteen police department officers that are used to try to corral this guy. And this was one 20, 30 miles south of Boston, Massachusetts. And uh, one of the scariest parts of it, there were a few security cameras that caught it in action, roaming the highways, whatever. But the two most important, the two scariest were, and, and it didn't go into great detail. I don't have the speed of the cars, but two security cameras caught this thing running alongside automobiles. Wow. You saw pictures of these scary-ass things. They're the second tallest bird in the world behind the ostrich, close cousin of theirs. And can you imagine looking out your window and there's one of these boys just trotting along beside you? 25, 30 uh, miles an hour, I think, is what they problem. can go. Sounds right. I think that's what their their top speed is. I think. I'm not going to look it up now. I'm just going to say that that's what I said. So, By the way, while you're looking that up, or I want to mention this. Oh. Every time that I try to go look up Emu News, I have a problem. What's that? The problem is there is a university by the name of East Mennonite University, whose acronym is what? E-M-U, E-M-U, that is, if I recall, located somewhere in Pennsylvania. And every time, every single time, try yourself, Google E-M-U News, and all you find is news stories related to East Mennonite University. Now, I haven't known many Mennonites in my life. The few that I have known were outstandingly good people. From what I've been told about the religion, I think very highly of them. I'm sure that it is a great university. But if it's not too much of a problem, I'm just wondering if they would possibly consider renaming their university because it's getting really tough for me to <laughs> Just throwing it out there, not trying to diminish you guys. I love you. I love everything you do and stand for. Just say <laughs> I'm sorry. You cracked me up. You absolutely cracked me up. So, think we have a shot? Uh, no. Darn. Probably not. That. Probably not. I was afraid of that. So, we've already emptied the first bottle of wine. Just want you to let you know that. Um, however, tonight, special edition. There is part two, <laughs> and it's actually a little different. It's a red, so we'll, we'll like break it out in here in a minute, too. Wow. So, Jerry, I didn't it's even ask red. this week. Black. It's like really dark. <laughs> oh, you remember to turn the light on, too. I even remember to turn our on-air light we on. We're on air. Yeah. Well, I'm on this. You forgot to ask what? How your week was. was. Yeah. It was good. I had one bad day. Hi, Eddie. Rarely get sick, but uh, yeah, the other day was, yeah, worst day I'd had in 10, 15 years. And Jerry actually said, hey, I don't know that I'm going to, you may have to do this show by yourself. Sure did. So then I put in the juju, and that's why he feels better. Whatever it was, you or whoever, thank goodness, 
That was a rough day. Barely got out of bed. But I am much better, well recovered, and ready to correct Stephen up to times tonight. Oh, whatever. Good gravy. You're lucky we're not talking politics because I feel I am on tonight. I'd slay you. Just slay you. So, what? You're on something. Whatever. So, Double wants us to clarify what kind of drugs we're going to talk about tonight. And we're going to talk tonight primarily about the harder stuff. Pills, um, heroin. Uh, Unfortunately, we're going to bring up some fentanyl issues. Uh, Not just marijuana. Uh, It's... It is very addictive, I think, especially if you have an addictive personality. Um, But um, what we're going to chat about tonight is more of the hard stuff. Yeah. Uh, Only because Kay's particular situation revolves around that. So, and that's what we're going to be talking about tonight. But first, let's hear a little bit from Mr. Ed Locke, and then we'll get right on into the topic. Hi, I'm Ed Locke with USA Mortgage. Here at USA Mortgage, we view you as customer for life. That means we are with you every step of your journey to help before, during, and well after you move into your new home. Home buying can be stressful, but we are here to make the process easy. I know driving determination with my very talented team here at USA Mortgage will make for some incredible things. You can expect to receive great customer service from me with many customized options tailored to your financial goals and needs. So if you're looking to cruise into a new home or refinance, I can be the driver that gets you there. Call or text me at 502-680-0953 to find out how to get approved. MLS ID 448-908, that's Acquisition, LLC, doing business as USA Mortgage, MLS ID 227-262. This is not a commitment to lend. Additional terms and conditions apply. USA Mortgage is an equal housing opportunity. That is absolutely right, Double. If you're paying rent, you're paying a mortgage already. It's just not your own. <laughs> um, so uh, what was I going to say? Also, for the guys who listen to us every week, um, we have, and I don't know what this looks like to you guys on your end, but we have activated a specific fan page. Should be a button on there for you to click somewhere. And uh, if you would, click that button. See what happens. We appreciate that very much. But uh, um, we're about to get started, Jerry. Did you happen to look up any of the stats on drug, drug, the drug overdose epidemic we're in right now? Well, I, I did, and it's scary as junk. Okay, so from 1999 to 2019, 841,000 people died of drug overdose. What were the dates again? From it was a decade, 1999 to 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, just gone. Um, in 2019 alone, 71,000 died from drug overdoses. Now, these numbers, obviously, are four years old at this point. And here's where it gets scary. Um, the drug numbers now are over a million dead from a drug overdose. There's entire neighborhoods. Um, if you ever want to watch something sad to just break your heart, 
pull up any video you can or you want to from Kensington Avenue in Pennsylvania. Uh, my son's whole favorite place, uh, Philadelphia. Cops don't even go down there anymore. Uh, in fact, the only people that go down there are A, the drugs and the drug addicts, the drug dealers, and the people that are just trying to help these people in any way they can. Um, most drugs, we talked about it once before, with the synthetic drugs that are on the market today, um, as soon as somebody gets around to writing a law against them, China or whoever's cooking this crap up, just change a component or something. A lot of these drugs that these people are hooked on, you can go to your local five and dime and buy them. Um, scary stuff. Now, we, we created this problem, or, or in a lot of ways, uh, we, as a society, helped boom this problem. Meaning, uh, many people, doctors, got many people hooked on opiates. And then the government says, hey, that's not good. You're killing all these people with these opiates. So we're going to elite. We're going to ban them. Um, so for the people that were already hooked on the opiates, nearest thing that they could buy once they were got on the list, you know, they've done a lot of good programs to help these people not do what they call hospital visits or scoping or what was the other term? I don't remember, but where they actually just go from hospital to hospital to hospital to get more and more drugs. Um, we've done a lot of things to prevent that, but the next step from, you know, an opioid a prescription, opioid addiction is heroin. They're, the two products are very similar. And now you can't hardly buy heroin that's not laced or cut with fentanyl. And that's where the problem lies because fentanyl is a disgusting, it's a horse tranquilizer or an elephant tranquilizer is what it was originally made for. And it is, it takes very little of that to um, and keep in mind who the quote unquote scientists are that are measuring out how much fentanyl plays it with. Right. Keep in, keep in mind the average education of these people. If they were 100% at the, at the best that they've ever been. And there's a very good chance that they're high when they're making this stuff for you. So they're obviously not. Yeah, it's scary as hell. Very scary. Yep. So, you know, that just gives a little background. And also, in what we're about to talk to, it's uh, pretty, pretty, some pretty personal stuff. Um, and, and I am by no means making an excuse for the drug user. I won't do that. Um, it is initially a choice. But I also stand by my statements that I've made in the past that drug addiction is, in fact, um, a disease and it may not be that way to start but once you're in the throes of drug addiction it i've seen enough people that have gone through it and that have been able to come out the other side it's no different than you and i both quit smoking and i have been quit for almost over 12 years i think it's closer to 15 at this point there are still days that i'm driving down the road and all i can think about is lighting a cigarette and, you know, for the people who have quit drinking, the recovering alcoholics, it's the same thing. They never are, have officially quit. They're in recovery. 
Um, drugs are a lot of ways in that same uh, same thing, and you know. I, I would like to throw something in here. You throw whatever. Everything you said except for one. You said that you don't agree with any of them because at least originally it's always a choice. I, I don't think so. You you mentioned about doctors. First of all, let me digress one step further back. As you were alluding to just then, some people, many people, have far more addictive personalities than others. I never tried drugs. I tried marijuana a couple of times when I was in college, and all it did was want me to to take a nap and eat. Well, I didn't have a problem with being anorexic. I didn't have a problem with uh, being able to sleep, so I figured I didn't need any help in those areas. And, and I stayed away from the harder stuff because I knew that I had enough of a addictive personality and I was afraid to do it. But you take people who have an addictive personality and they go through a major surgery. They're in a lot of pain and the doctor's given them strong drugs, which they absolutely need for the first few days or possibly weeks coming out of surgery. Next thing you know, they're addicted. Yeah. And I don't know that we as society have a good way to help them get off, especially for people who have very addictive personalities. Well, How long did it take you and I to quit cigarettes? From the first time that we said, I'm tired of this, I'm oh, done, I, I don't want to do it anymore. It was every bit three, four years for me. 20 for me. It took a long time. I, I'd been long known I didn't want to smoke. It took a long time for me to be able to quit. And we're How, talking about tobacco. You know, it, you know, I struggle right now. The one that I want to quit now more than anything is added sugar. And I thought quitting smoking was hard. <laughs> Well, but Lordy totally Ooh, Oh, I know. I know. Tobacco and tobacco products are not in almost every single food you eat at any meal. Any snack, any meal, right. any appetizer, any drink. No, but every time I, I had one of those, I wanted to smoke. So <laughs> my biggest thing, my literally the biggest thing, the, the, there's two times it affects me the most, even today. When I first get in a vehicle, because I would always get in a vehicle, sit down and light up. Such a habit. Yeah. Just. Yeah. And the that's second. That's not physical. That's mental. Yeah, it's absolutely mental. And the second time is right after I cast a line when I'm fishing. I would always cast a line, light up, you know, and. It's not drinking a beer. Yeah. It's, you know, I just. Drinking a beer for me is pop a beer and I want to reach for that. That too. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> those two go hand in hand yeah, and, and it was a long time I quit drinking for a long time just because of yeah. how much it made me want to smoke but you know that's a 20 plus years holy buckets um, so also I also smoked a carton a week in fact just the other day I used to smoke Doral lights and I saw them. They had like six packs up at the local gas station that were clearance because they were stopping. They weren't going to carry them anymore. <laughs> it was like they were like a dollar twenty nine or something a pack. I'm like, oh, I gotta go. <laughs> I'm cigarettes now, you know. I I know the little short Marlboros are like four dollars and eighty cents a pack. It's just stupid. <laughs> when I quit smoking, the Doral lights I smoked were seven twenty one twenty one dollars. For a carton, yeah. I remember the first day that I ever paid a dollar for a pack of cigarettes. It was at a um, Super America in Lexington, over off uh, Alumni Drive, close to an apartment I had in college. 
I don't remember walking out of there and saying that is ridiculous. I will never again pay a dollar a pack for cigarettes in my life. And it was eh, probably about four dollars a pack, three fifty four dollars a pack when I quit. All right. Well, we have our guest with us today, Miss Kay. Uh, Miss Kay, how are you doing today? I am. Are you with us? Yep. Are you? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I don't hear you. What? Oh. I see that you're talking, but I can't hear that you're talking. Wait, can so, can you hear me now? That out. What's going on? There? <laughs> Did it work? <laughs> We've talked about it before. Oh, We've had wait. problems with this. Double one. hears her. So why do we not hear her? Double can hear her. Yeah. Oh, it's so weird. So we weird. Say it again. I freaking hate <laughs> Uh, let's try this a different way. Uh, let's see here. Do, 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 do. Hey, how about, uh, Kay, why don't you hang up and then I will send you an invite and see if we can't get you in where I can hear you. Because we can't hear you on our end and we really want yeah. you to be a part of this. Um, so let's do this. There we go. We absolutely want you here. We sent you an invite. Okay. And you're can, here. Can Are you there? Wait. Uh, let's see. Unmute. Yeah. Uh, can you hear me? Hello, Miss K. Hey. Weird. Well, speaking. <laughs> yeah, I can see her talking. I just. <laughs> Hear her talk. Exactly. I don't understand what that is. Let's, let's check our, our box here. Make sure we're not making doing something stupid. Because uh, we have been known to do that in the past, Jerry. Yeah. A few weeks ago, we went through technical issues. Testing. Including with Miss Kay, and we could hear her perfectly. <laughs> yes, we could. It was wonderful. <laughs> and now we hear nothing. We hear some severe reverb. Whoa. Yeah, that was not what we wanted to do, was it? Oh, man. I don't have a clue. <laughs> oh, how unfortunate. Aww. All right. Well, we're glad that Miss Kay has a wonderful voice. I would love to be able to hear it. <laughs> I don't get it, Jerry. I don't get it. What's this here? Nope, that's not what you want to do. I don't know if she wants to do this, and it certainly won't be the best way to do it. But if she wishes, uh, she could text you and let you know if she's willing to do it. We could just let her talk for a while and tell her story, and we, we'll have no idea what she said. <laughs> hopefully, it, uh, yeah, hopefully she's kind of does. Well, I don't think that that's kind of what she had in mind, to be honest. No, I so, totally agree, but I don't know um, what we're going to do. We've had this problem from the very beginning. The very first episode, we had trouble. You and I, Colin, getting together, which is why we decided to do it together in the studio. Okay, can you can you hear me now? Wow, Duffel's right. We so need to get it together. Well, it's not us, honestly. We have good equipment. 
we have a good system, it's... And this system with the same settings worked fine a few weeks ago. Yeah, when we were originally going to have Kay on as a guest. So what are we doing differently that's not making this happen? It's really frustrating. There's nothing there that's showing anything that we shouldn't be able to hear. Uh, man, well, guys, I am so sorry, Miss Kay. I know that you had taken your time out to join us today. Let's see. How about Maybe now? One more chance here. And it's showing that you are connected, but I still can't hear you, and I don't know why. I don't know what the hangup is, and it's. Very frustrating. Yeah, we have nothing muted here other than reverb. Nothing. All right. Well, we're going to have to roll on with the show. Uh, I apologize, Kay. Uh, we will get you in. We're going to figure it Maybe. out. We'll get you in next week, and we'll just do it that way. I apologize from the bottom of my heart. Um, that sucks. I hate it, but I don't know how to fix it. And I can't do it while we're going in the middle of the show. <laughs> yeah, so sorry, Kay. Yep, I don't get it. And to our listeners, thanks for bearing with us through yet another Podbean glitch. Yeah, and you know, that's the really sad thing because there's a lot to Podbean that I really like. I'm sure they're not going to appreciate us on the air telling that we, we continue to have problems, but we do. And that is a problem. And, you know... I don't know how to make that problem go away. Can you hear me? Change change providers. That are get rid of the computers and go with cell phones. Podbean is mobile-based. Everything from the very beginning that we try to do from a computer, we've had problems with. If we try to do the exact same thing from mobile, it's been seamless. No problems. Uh, a lot of things you can't even do from the computer, but it's very easy and intuitive from the, from the mobile. And it, it's obvious they're just geared toward mobile users. And yeah, but that doesn't suit what we do here. Not at all. So you know, we, I, I am, I, I for one am on my phone, and I'm giving air quotes all day, every day. This for me is a release where I don't have to be on my phone. So I don't want to be on my phone. I don't want to talk on the phone. I like having our mics. I like how the quality is. I like everything about that. So perhaps in a couple of months when our when our, we're due to re-up, we, we, we're going to make a change and we'll see what happens then. But I mean, uh, have to if we can't get this figured out because we can't continue to go on like this. You know, we've had one guest host so far. Yeah. And we had to bring him to us. Yeah, we sure we, did. We had tried with him. Same problem. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's getting old. <laughs> Anywho, so, well, <laughs> I had really, 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 really. Remember what I said earlier? <laughs> Without exception, no matter what we say, it always ends up being political. I don't know about you. I've done some research. Well, things I can talk about, it cannot be called non-political. 
you? No, no, no. I, I, no. Well, I do actually have some non-political stuff. Honestly, please cover that for me. <laughs> um, I also, I just want to. Hey, Kay, if you, if you, we tried that, we wouldn't be able to pick you up through the microphones well enough. It would be a very bad sound. And I, you have an important message. I don't want to dilute it because of bad sound. So, um. We'll just do it. We'll try to do it next week. We'll figure this out and uh, some way, some form, some fashion, and we'll have it ready to go by next week. And I do apologize for that. Um, I mean that. I know you were excited to, to air your story, and we're going to get that done. So and we were so um, excited to have her on. So let me uh, just switch up because I did do some additional research on a topic that is near and dear to my heart, Jerry, you know, any, any idea what I'm talking about? Um, Kentucky basketball. <laughs> you mean the fact we're about to get lost to Purdue or so Providence? Number one or possibly number two. Get bounced, be up in the top. We're going to get bounced out of the uh, NCAA tournament, which I can't believe we made it in to begin with after losing to Vanderbilt. Um, but now we're in. We're going to play well, Providence round one. We had several bad losses. We had a bunch of good wins. So, sweeping Tennessee. We'll wins at the end of the season. So, let us let us talk for just a second about um, some more alien news. Alien news. There we go. Yeah. You know, um, I, I, I very much – am intrigued and I believe that if you just go outside on a on a night when you're in the country and you look up and just imagine that what you see if you can most people can't even imagine this you see a lot of black with an occasional dot you know a star here and there but if you've ever gone to any website to where there are pictures from the James Webb telescope or even from the old Hubble telescope there's not much actual black in the whole sky. <laughs> there is so much light. Um, and each of those lights are stars and planets and it's just galaxies. In, in galaxies. It's just amazes me that you can go up in the sky and some of the light you were seeing started when dinosaurs still roamed our earth. And it's just now getting to us. That's how long it's been traveling to get to earth. So for anyone to think that we are alone in the greatest minds in the whole universe is a little kind of crazy to me. <laughs> Just a little. Um, so wanted to cover a few things that have happened that have been recent. Okay. Cause we talk about this topic every once in a while when something comes up in the news and this kind of came up in the news. So, Obviously, we were shooting down a bunch of stuff that even the uh, pilots who shot some of the later things down out of the sky said they weren't balloons. They didn't know what the hell they were, but they weren't balloons. They didn't have a big bubble on top. They were about the size of a car. Missed one of them. Ended up shooting to the three shot down after the week of the correct. The you know, one of them in over Alaska was about the size of a car, silver shaped. Are silver colored, um, round in shape. 
the one shot down over to Lake Huron where we missed with a $300,000 Sidewinder rifle or Sidewinder missile and then finally got it with the second one. Um, was also silver and, and um, about the size of a car. So these were not, um, were not anticipated as balloons, okay? Um, but a couple of things have happened in addition to that, that I found that that came up in the news this week and was like really blown away by that. Um, first of all, they recently released in what appears to be the most, um, the picture they released the other day had was taken 30 years ago. And they just now released it. It was a radar image and it looks just like a triangle. Um, it looks like they're, you know, our best, most advanced weapon, this B-2 stealth bomber looks like a flying wing. This isn't that. This looks like a Dorito chip. <laughs> um, and all they have is the, the radar image of it. And it's like, man, how is that possible? But on top of that, even, I want to talk about... And was this shot down, just observed, and they took a picture? This was, uh, that particular picture was a picture of the radar screen as it was pinged okay. at a, at an Air Force tower. Um, but let me find the story. Very recently, Congressman, uh, and I don't know, Representative Tim Burchett, he's a Republican out of Tennessee, believes, and I quote here, we have recovered a craft at some point and possible beans. That's from a congressman in the United States Senate, or Congress. To give any evidence? Um, to continue his quote, I think that there's a lot, that a lot of that's being reverse engineered right now, but we just don't understand it. Um, now, this was in reaction to uh, the things that were shot over Canada, Lake Huron, and Alaska. Um, and, you know, we have talked on the on many, many, many uh, times that congressmen don't say things without a reason. They're not out there speculating because their words have power. Their words have meaning. Even the kooky ones. <laughs> I think there's a whole... I would agree with that. I think there's a whole lot of them that says a whole lot of crap that afterwards, the only thing I can figure out is they like to hear themselves talk because there doesn't seem to be a lot of rhyme or reason to what a lot of these guys ever say. Louisiana Senator John Kennedy, who I think we both respect. He's a longtime senator, been there a long time. He said that after their debriefing on the objects last month said, it's very, it was made very clear to me that this is not a recent phenomenon. And his last line to the gathered reporters were, lock your doors tonight. <laughs> Seriously? That's what he said. That's one of the most irresponsible statements from a sitting politician I've heard in the last 50 years. That's lock based on, that's based on what you don't, what, we weren't in the, the briefing to hear what was said. We weren't. Do you know what we are? What we do have access to every major news station in the english-speaking world 
please tell me the last time you heard of an alien that endangered someone's life, which would necessitate the need for you to lock your doors tonight. Not only that, if there were aliens who did have a need to cause you horrors, <laughs> it's not like they're going to be <laughs> trying to figure out how to lock pick your lock. <laughs> they have the technology to fly a few million light years to get here, but they don't have the technology to get through my quick set door lock. Seriously? <laughs> I can't believe you just sat here a minute ago and said, these guys have a reason and a purpose for saying the things they say. And you come out with a quote that's one of the most stupid quotes I've heard in a long time. Well, I'm just saying. So the other image that was recently released, which is by far what MUFON and many other agencies are saying is the most clear and perfect picture of a UFO was recently released uh, after being 30 years. It looks very much like two pyramids stacked on top of each other, and it is literally hovering. It even has a, a jet flying in front of it um, for a comparison, and it is uh, uh, remarkable. It's it's remarkable. I, you know, I don't know what else to say about it. The one thing to me that you absolutely cannot deny is that UFOs are real by the very definition of what UFOs are. Simply unidentified flying object, or I think now they call it UAP. UAP. Unidentified aerial phenomenon. So, yeah, there's a lot of things unidentified, and we don't know what the hell it is. Could it simply be something very normal every day that... Uh, is at a great distance and we're not familiar with it, whatever. Yes, it's possible. I'm sure the majority of it is. Is every bit of it that? Probably not. Well, I think that the, I honestly believe that several years ago, and I forget the, the, the name of the person, but they often had said when disclosure starts to happen, it's because of two reasons. Either A, Disclosure is happening at a trickle because something real is already happening or is beginning to happen. And if they trickle it out, it's not such a shock to the, the world. Or B, they're trying to distract you from look. They're trying to make you look over here instead of looking over here. Um, so saying that to say this, as of 12 hours to go. <laughs> The Pentagon released a statement saying that they believe that there's an alien mothership that could be eyeing Earth. <laughs> really? This, this. this is according to Revolt magazine, and it's a story by Angel Saunders. Um, and in fact, they, they make some fun uh, of it. But last week, and I'm just going to read directly from the report because this is why I brought up. The, the released new photo and this report. It says, last week, officials stated that these supposed alien aircraft could send small probes to our planet in order to study it. It's similar to how NASA does missions. Sean Kirkpatrick, the director of Pentagon's All-Domain Anomaly Resolutions Office. I have no idea what that office does. They're probably in the basement corner next to Mulder and Scully's room. I don't know. And Abraham Loeb, chairman of Harvard's University's Astro, Astro, Astronomy Department. They shared their, finance, their findings on March 7th. 
an artificial interstellar object could potentially be the parent craft that releases small probes during its close passage to Earth, an operation construct not too dissimilar from what NASA missions do. These dandelion seeds could be separated from the parent craft by the tidal gravitational force of the sun or by maneuvering capability, a portion of their findings say. So why on earth would an official from the Pentagon even mention this unless it was part of a bigger disclosure issue? That, that's my question to you, Jerry. What do you think? I have no freaking no freaking idea, no <laughs> clue. I mean, I just did just hit you with that. I, <laughs> I, and while you said it, I researched and after which site are you reading from? This is um, it's from Microsoft or or you know, but it's the the actual story comes from Re- Revolt, and it's a story by Angel Angel Sanders. But here's the thing: I'm on Fox's website, and they've got a report that very clearly says exactly what you're saying. Yeah. And here's the thing. I think this is based on the, and I'm going to butcher this name. Oh, you heard about that last year. The, the one thing in, in, in our world or orbit or galaxy, um, that came through that, uh, uh, actually was speeding up as it came into our, our galaxy stopped and then left. (laughs) That was a big deal. That was a very big deal a couple of years ago. So, but anyway, I just want to bring that up. I mean, these are actual people who work for the Pentagon and for the Harvard university. These are not people that are out there just saying crap to say stuff. So what's your take on it? I think over this last several years, the United States especially has taken the lead on building towards some sort of disclosure. Um, not so saying, saying you think we already know the majority of what there is to know, or no, no. Scared, I, or? I think that those people know enough to know that at some point in the future we're going to have full-on contact, and there's enough cameras in the world that they're not going to get away with meeting, talking to, having a clandestine visit from some aliens that humans aren't going to be aware of. Let me ask you this. Sure. If you believed exactly what you just said, and you were at whatever level that it was your decision to make, how much evidence do you choose to reveal to the American public? Well, here's the thing. I, You know... I have, humans confuse me, the hell out of me. On one hand, we are an intelligent, uh, thoughtful, analytical race of beings. And you would hope that the, as Reagan said, an alien would bring humanity together. And in that case, from that mindset, I'd want full disclosure. This is what's going on. This is the plan. This is what we're going to try to do. Um, this is what the peoples of the world leadership has decided to do. On the other hand, the human individual is usually a pretty smart cookie, but the humans in mass are a bunch of idiots. And I might do what the government does now, which is 
dribble, drip, 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 just till it becomes so commonplace that when that day happens, oh, yeah, we knew they was coming for years. You know what I'm saying? So I do. And I also think that another thing that you have to consider somewhere along the line is we, mass hysteria is a real thing. Oh, yeah, that's Mass hilarious. hysteria is what caused the Silicon Valley Bank collapse. Oh, gosh. A couple of rumors went around. Uh, they had made some bad decisions. There, uh, they had a ton of investments that were geared toward the uh, economy being based as it was for the last 10, 12, 14 years, which is very, very low interest rates. Yes. Well, with the way that things have been in the last year and a half with inflation running rampant the fed has raised interest rates from basically a baseline of zero to 4.6 percent i think i read yesterday so huge interest rates increases in the last year and a half what that does is to severely decrease the value of bonds that were bought two years five years ten years ago because those were bought at very very low interest rates well with the much higher interest rates to, today there are a ton of bonds that are worth a lot more, which means that the bonds that these guys were carrying were worth a lot less than face value than went down. So that they had to sell several of these because of they're in Silicon Valley. They have a lot of companies, startup companies. There's a lot of fluidity, cash fluidity, and they had to sell a bunch. From what I read, they lost about one point six billion dollars. But what that quickly turned into, that, that itself, it's a lot of money, no doubt. But that's not the big problem. The problem quickly turned into the fact that a couple of news reports were saying that these guys were in trouble. That the $1.6, $1.7 billion that they had lost in the sale of their bonds potentially could endanger their ability to engage as a bank ongoing. So there was a massive run on their the money the investors who had money invested in the bank people who had checking accounts savings accounts over 40 billion dollars within a one month period was withdrawn suddenly they didn't have the money to cover it most banks don't have the money to cover if 15 20 percent of their investors come in in the next two weeks and say give me my money i want cash now so you put it all together, it was mass hysteria was one of the biggest things along with bad investment decisions as far as the bond market that they were highly invested in. But yeah, mass hysteria is a real thing. So you, you're right. On one hand, it, the mass hysteria could be this is a really good thing. These aliens are going to love us and life is going to be better than it ever was before. On the other hand, it could quickly turn into the opposite. So, yeah. I'm glad I'm not the one having to make the decision of what information to release and how much and, and when and when. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I get that for sure. For sure. So what else? Show. What else you got, Jerry? Well, the big thing that I've got, what time is it? We're definitely saving. We're not going into that today. Yeah, no, there's. We talked about it a little bit last week. We're going to do a little bit of a show sometime in the near future about Tucker Carlson. Um, Kevin McCarthy released, I keep hearing different numbers, 40,000 hours, 41,000, 44,000 hours of videotape to uh, not just to Fox News, but to Tucker Carlson. 
and he has already come out on the and had one and a part one and a half episodes covering that and we're going to dedicate a show to that so a lot of my research was done on that certainly don't want to we've been online for almost an hour we try to limit these to an hour and i'm certainly not going to bring that up now so what do i have basically nothing <laughs> well i've got one more cool story for you how's that sound it? oh absolutely it's uh Something else that I find near and dear to my heart. <laughs> oh, fine. Kentucky what? basketball. I knew we'd get to it. Uh, for those of you that are not familiar, Steve, for a Kentucky resident, I'm surprised he's not lost his Kentucky citizenship card yet. Could absolutely care less about Kentucky basketball. Loves Kentucky football. Does not like Kentucky basketball. And that all stems from a coach that they practically, the fans practically ran out of town. You know. Tubby. Yeah. I just. And not only did they do him wrong, the guy had an incredibly good win percentage. He won a national championship. He was a great. He was literally everything that Kentucky Wildcat fans yeah. are complaining about today. Yeah. Was you know, because. He kept his guys, his guys all. And I'm not saying Cal. Cal is very serious with his players about their education. And what he says, I 100% believe. Hey, if you're good enough to go to the NBA, go to the NBA, and in the offseason, come back, finish your degree, because you're going to need that when you're done with the NBA. But why stay here and, and potentially blow a knee or, or do something that's going to detriment your NBA career? Now, tell me – typically didn't recruit that caliber. He would have one or two good recruits every year, but most of the time his guys were three-year guys, three- or four-year guys, and that's what most people in Kentucky right now are saying, ah, the one-and-done system's broke. We need to get some guys in here like Shepard. Well, you had that, (laughs) Um, and you didn't like that when it was here, so what's your complaint now, you know? So, and Tubby – John Calipari, for all the good qualities he has, he's a great person. I met him in person, had a great experience with him. I bash him a lot on here, but as far as a human being, he's a damn decent human being. Um, but he's never been a great, I wouldn't think, X's and O's coach. I, I just don't, you know, he, he runs six guys, regardless of having 11 on the team. He's always been that way. Um, he did that one year, try to do squads or platoons, he called it, or whatever. He didn't try. He did it. He did it. But it was like, oh, Eddie Skinny is saying hi to everyone. <laughs> oh, man. Just a few minutes in. Do you know what Kentucky want? You're another, mentioning about something. Another championship? They want the unforgettables. Yeah. Richie Farmer, yeah. Darren Feldhouse, John Pelfrey. They want teams like that. Which, when you stop and look at that team, it was a bunch of Kentucky boys. You're right. He's more like a Tubby team because they weren't rated that highly. The majority of them weren't the, the you know top five recruits in the nation. Right. But there were Kentucky boys that had grown up listening to Kaywood Ledford, you know, sneaking the transistor radios into bed at night, listening to Kaywood Ledford ball games when they were playing in Alaska at midnight. And uh, they grew up living and dying them. Kentucky basketball, yeah, yeah, and they cared about Kentucky basketball yeah. far more than their own 
you know, how much money can I make next year if I go pro? Yeah, and how much, how many of those people are back here? They have successful jobs and careers right here in Kentucky. They became, absolutely, you know, and that, yeah, they were yeah. lifelong Kentucky people. Yeah. Sean Woods, I think, on that team was Indiana boy. He was the outsider of the bunch. Yeah. If I remember the team could be wrong and Sean Woods, it might have been, no, that was it. Sean Woods was on that team. Oh, good. I'm glad. I am glad. Wow. <laughs> no, not hugs and kisses. X's and O's, like on the uh, screen. <laughs> I double ask that. <laughs> X's and O's, like hugs and kisses? <laughs> and you said what? What? And your response was? Not hugs and kisses, X's and O's on the, on the yeah. Yeah. You know, try to walk that statement back. We've not got him on the air. Hugs and basketball. He's finally coming Oh, around. my gosh. He's listen. Finally listen. Listen. Thanks, Double. I just, you and Double, I just got to tell you, I am so happy that the white dry erase board is probably the best invention ever made. In fact, it's remarkable. That was a good one. I don't care what you say. That was a good one. Okay. Don't do that, Double. That was a grand joke. You can't agree with Jerry on this. It hurts my heart. <laughs> so I'm sure when I've satirically said, I'm sure that what you're wanting to bring up is Kentucky basketball. I was not correct. So what was it you wanted to bring well, up? Well, I've only got off the page now. Oh. <laughs> um, it was another Bigfoot sighting. We but I'm going to save that you. for a whole new show. There you go. To be blunt. and You know, if I'm not mistaken, that was it that show that was our, still our number one ever? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. In fact, I'd like to see if he'd want to come on and do a show with us. Well, yeah, we'll bring him on anytime. <laughs> I'll ask him. He caused our numbers to go up like 5,000% immediately. <laughs> yeah, it was what fantastic. Name? I forgot his name. Wes. Wes. Yeah. Wes from Sasquatch Chronicles. Yeah. He tried to help us in a technical way. He's just a really good guy. Mm -mm. All right, guys. Well, we appreciate you being here again. Really, really sad about uh, not being able to get our, our, our guest on here we're going to try to get that fixed and squared away for next week and uh, the one good thing about uh, and it's not because the show was a come on because that wasn't going to be political anyway but right even with the way the show ended up didn't see veins throbbing so didn't get yeah. blood pressure up we're doing good doctor's got to be happy yeah doctor's gonna be grand so anyway guys we appreciate you we appreciate everybody who downloads the show we appreciate uh those that stick with us through our technical difficulties yeah. that we continue to have with Podbean. And and we just want to say thank you. And as always, if you can't see the light, see the light.